Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudla. I'm Evgeny Donsko. I'm Henry Larson. I'm Peter Turepko. And you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Welcome back again, tennis fans. It is the US Open quarterfinal time this time. And this time we're talking about the men's side. There's some hot matchups 
coming up. But we had some amazing matchups in the last round. Uh, most notably, we got to start off talking about JG. What a performance by Jensen Brooksby against Novak Djokovic last night. I was blown away. His first match on Arthur Ashe in front of all his home crowd came out of the blocks fast, didn't he? Well, talking about the crowd, they played their part as well. The atmosphere was electric. Um, it was one of them matches where you're watching it and thinking, I wish I was there. Uh, mm. Brooksby was incredible. He played his part. He won the first set 6-1. He ended up losing the second set to Djokovic 6-2, I believe. Was it 6-2 or 6-3? Six, I think it was 6-3, but uh, let me bring it up. Uh, it, I think anyway. it, yeah, I think you're right. It was 6-3, but it was just crazy. It wasn't like um, a dominant Djokovic performance. Both of them played out of their skin. We had one service game from Djokovic where he ended up getting broken, which was about 20 minutes long. And (laughs) the the, the level of tennis was amazing. It was really nice for a change as well to be watching a match uh, on such a big stage without having to stream it. As much as I love doing these, it was nice just to sit there in silence and just absorb it and watch it without having to constantly talk and like commentate on something. And I thought Brooksby was amazing. And this is now another youngster who's come to the big stage and shown us what they're, what they're capable of and how well they can play. It's exciting. It really is exciting. And it's just the the youth, the youth coming through. And there was a lot of, I noticed the commentators were saying last night that everyone thought Roger out, Rafa out, this tournament's going to be a bit sad. But apparently in the changing rooms, all of the youngsters are like chomping at the bit to get out there because yeah. they think this could be their opportunity. And yeah. it's really showing in this tournament. They're all fired up and we're seeing some of the best young yeah. talent on tour. Brooksby, if he didn't face Djokovic, I think he could have gone maybe one step further. Yeah. But Yeah, no, agreed. There's a lot of other players you would have beaten amazing. like that. But um, We've got Stephanie here saying yeah. it's the SUS Open. Well, they've been saying it. A lot, yeah, a lot of, of people are, yeah. And I, I, I tend to agree with them as well because I think we've seen a bit of everything. There's been a lot of excitement in there. And the matches we've seen so far have been outstanding. So many five-setters, uh, sort of comebacks and tent sets and moments where players are down and having to recover. Big seeds going out, youngsters coming through. It has been very exciting. And I just can't wait to see what is to come because really... We've not really reached the business end of the tournament. I feel like the business end starts now. So oh, quarterfinals, exactly. we always do these quarterfinal podcasts. This is where we should now see um, boys to men, girls to ladies, to women. That is the time to take that next step to get to and become something special. And I think we're in store for some even better tennis than we've seen already. Oh, I really hope so. Well, I was sort of alluding to it the whole way through the first week. Lots of people have been saying, oh, what's wrong with Djokovic? Why does he keep uh, losing sets? Blah, blah, blah. He didn't have any warm-up tournaments. I said he's going to take about four matches maybe to start getting into the swing of things. That's like a tournament for him, like warm-up. Now we're into like the quarterfinal stages. I thought against Brooksby, I think even though Brooksby played great, it was just crazy how well you can play against Novak Djokovic and still be 5-2 down in a set. It was yeah. like the best level of tennis I think I've seen all tournament from Brooksby, yeah. but he was still 5-2 down. And that is credit to Novak Djokovic. And it's why I love watching him play so much. Is he even, I watched his post-match press conference and he just said, I've never played him before. 
I, he's new on the scene. Uh, I've watched, I had to, I studied him a little bit, but when you go, you only know when you go on court with someone, what, when you get the feel for it. And I just didn't get going. I couldn't find my rhythm in the first set and Brooksby played a perfect set. And he, it took me a while to work out where his weaknesses were. And then once he found them, Djokovic was back again, wasn't he? And we got to see what we always see. It's a scary prospect for other people because once he's worked you out, then uh, it's sort of the Djokovic show. And I yeah, felt well, that- well on this topic, there was a, a tweet I wanted to share with you, but I don't think I sent it to you. But Ratika, they reminded me in the chat. Andy Roddick said it best. He he, he wrote some good tweets about Djokovic on the night, and they mm. summarised him perfectly um, the way he is. And a big thing we need to sort of remember with Djokovic is what he's improved so much these last few years is his gas tank. He yeah. now has a, a crazy gas tank where he can go against young players coming through, whereas you'd look at it normally on paper and you think, oh, the older guy on toy might struggle the longer the match goes on. <laughs> I know. But with him, it seems to be the opposite. And the young guns, they physically can't keep up with him in a fourth set or a fifth set because the intensity of the tennis throughout the sets is too much for him. And his gas yeah. tank is incredible. It, it was honestly something I've never seen before. Um, and you can look across a lot of sports. He's like a marathon runner, I feel, in tennis. Yeah, I saw he's just having a look now quickly. Said, uh, he, he's retweeted something I can from somebody else. I can tell uh, the in court interview, and Novak wasn't happy about the takes your soul part, <laughs> basically saying he's evil. Uh, but it's sort of fitting a yeah, little that's what bit. He said, First, he takes your legs, then he takes your soul. <laughs> well, I don't think it's an evil thing, I think it's just a very I can imagine like a, a cartoon or a meme or something created by someone of, an, of a really good picture of that. In, in my mental image of that would be Brooksby's soul leaving his body on the court, maybe. <laughs> something like that, because it's so difficult. You're 20 years old, yet this guy down the other end who's been on the tour for nearly 20 years, is just much fitter, much... Uh, he can got the endurance. It's just so crazy. And I, I'm always just shocked by how he comes back how he works people out and uh i think berrettini he's been speaking out a little bit and saying i think i've got a great chance against Djokovic. he's stepping up now saying do not write me off well i'm glad you said that i think that's the perfect segue to get onto the next bit if you click on the first tab we've got the men's quarterfinals there we're going to go through all of them and I think the best way to start is where we've been talking about novak Djokovic, berrettini and berrettini's been giving it the big one um, he's yes. feeling super confident. I don't know if I'm going to get some of the quotes up from him, but he is really, sure. really. Which one was uh, the one that, from him? Which uh, Luigi, I think. Luigi, is it? Okay, yeah. Here, here we, we go. go. So Berrettini, I believe in my abilities. I think I can beat Djokovic. Uh, we've had some tight matches recently, so I am confident. And the other day, I was saying about in the other press conference, he's saying he's up there with the likes of Sverev, Sitsipas, Medvedev. He believes in himself a lot. And he thinks now that he is ready to beat Djokovic. Um, we're looking at the last encounters. They've been close. Djokovic, um, Berrettini's taken a set. But I think he's lost both times in four, hasn't he? So, um, Yeah, I mean, it's been very close. Berrettini, always good for a set. And that's the thing you've got to remember about him. Because he's got that huge serve, he's going to cause anybody problems. And Djokovic especially. The only thing is, he's the best returner in the game. So once that, if that serve, he get if he starts working it out, you're in trouble. 
or he starts guessing it, starts the onboard computer starts going and starts working out the percentages of where you're serving. And I just think Berrettini has to hit big. He has to hit lines and he has to uh, serve a lot of aces or unreturnables to even get a set. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'd agree with you. Uh, obviously, Berrettini's route. Um, who's he beaten recently? Berrettini's route. Well, the, I'll just bring that up because it's going to be a lot easier than me uh, just going through it. Right. Berrettini's route that he had. His first round was against, oh, well, we thought it was going to be tough. Uh, Shardy, he actually wasn't as straightforward as three love uh, said. But he had two tie breaks in that one. Yeah. Very close match. The Moutet one, he dropped one set. The Avashka one, he dropped two sets and went through in five. And Otte uh, felt a bit bad for him last night. I think he was struggling yeah, was a bit by the end. Yeah, it was comfortable. Yeah. And uh, looking on this one, I guess we've got, it's called the prediction show. Um, we've got Djokovic three matches away now from completing history and being the first man in the open era to get the um, calendar year slam. Yeah. Can he do it? That's the big question everyone's wondering. Well, he's got to beat Berrettini first, and I think he does. Uh, so my prediction for this one could shock some people, um, but I, th- I see it going to five sets. I think it's going to be a five-set match and Djokovic prevails. I know Berrettini, the last t- two times they've played, one at Roland Garros, one Wimbledon final. I believe they were both four sets. Yeah. I think this time Berrettini is going to take an extra one and it's going to be in five sets. <sighs> Uh, I think it's going to be more of the same. I think it's going to be four sets. I think it's going to be an. Ex- I think Berrettini comes out the traps fast, and it's that same thing with Djokovic. It's just about working out how to uh, counter it. And once he's worked it out, I think then it's the same thing. The last few sets, it's Djokovic's. So I'm going to go Djokovic in four. It's crazy they've played on all of the slams apart from Australia this year. <laughs> yeah, it is. Maybe that's coming in January. Who knows? Was um the the Roland Garros one a semi final or a quarter final? Quarter finals. So it's two quarter finals and one final. So it's always the business end of these events as well. But we both <laughs> agree there. Djokovic progresses. Um, you've got four sets. I'm going for five sets. So moving on. I'm not sure where you want to go next. Should we go Keep this side of the draw? Yeah, go down. We'll go to us. Uh, Alex Zverev versus Lloyd Harris. I think we should speak about Lloyd Harris first here because what a performance from him uh, against Riley Opelka in the last round. And I know that we were sort of alluding to it on one of the watch-alongs. He breadsticked Riley Opelka. (laughs) I don't think there's many people on tour that breadstick Riley Opelka. So hard to even break his serve. Uh, in really, really good performance. And yet again, he's shown, like he did against Chapeau, forced to be reckoned with. Well, I don't want to go back too far, but it's something I don't really want to talk about either. But let's go to Washington. He beat Rafael Nadal, remember? Yep. Um, so Lloyd Harris is in great, great form. He then played, he lost to Riley Apelka, of all people, in Toronto. Um, yep. And he's now avenged it and managed to come back and beat him here at the US Open. It's been a tricky... US Open draw for him. I know you thought Hatchinoff would have had a good run in this tournament. He had him first round, beat him in five. Mm. Then beat Escobedo very comfortably, straight sets. Shapovalov, straight sets. And we can talk to a whole podcast on Shapo and how disappointing he is uh, yeah. on the big stage. But Harris still managed to beat him. And then Apelka, like you said in the last one. So we're going into this match um, now for Lloyd Harris against Zverev. And I don't think it's a certainty Zverev smashes him. 
I think he's a, a scary prospect, to be honest, Lloyd Harris. Uh, he's an unknown entity, probably. I'm not sure what if the they have a head-to-head. Let me just check on Zverev. The, the thing is with that, I, I didn't even bother looking because I'm not sure if it means too much. I feel like Harris now is peaking and he's hitting that level where we saw him in a final, didn't we, against Karatsev uh, this year. And he's having a great season, but he's been dipping in and out, in and out. But now I'm seeing him sort of taking it to the next level. I think he's going to be a matter of time until he's pushing, knocking on the door of, say, top 20 um, yeah. in the world. Because he's certainly good enough. He's got a brilliant serve. And he's really good returner. People don't talk about the return to serve. If he's just been able to beat Riley Apelka like he did and return them powerful serves, then that's the perfect preparation, I feel, for Zverev. Because Zverev's biggest weapon is going to be his first serve. Uh, and if, well, if Lloyd Harris is going to be able to neutralise that and get it into the rally, I think Harris is going to have a really good shot of um, making this one competitive. Well, I'm going to go against that. They played each other in Cincinnati just about, what, two, three weeks ago, and Zverev beat him in straight sets. There was a tie break in there, so you never know. That could go another way on another occasion, but the second set, pretty convincing. Well, that, that, well, that would a tie break, mate, in a set against him. Then I think that would sort of uh, back up what I was saying then. It's going to be close. In Cologne last year, they went to three sets, but uh, he did the final set. Zverev strong, bageled him in the final set. I think it's one of these, it's going to be a very interesting one because we've seen Lloyd Harris in some finals. We saw him in the final against Aslan Karatsev, obviously in Dubai, and he got beaten. But Karatsev was just in hot form in that tournament, as we know, just coming off that Australian Open semi-final. I feel like Lloyd Harris in that tournament, he beat loads he of top beat players. beat Chapeau as well, I think. In that Did he beat Sitsipas? I, th- uh, I think he beat Dominic Team. Dominic Team, that's it. Yeah, yeah he beat, exactly. He, beat some, he was in some great form uh, during that one. Really For good the prediction, form. though, I don't think he beat Sverev. As much as I'm saying it, I think it's no. going to be more of the same between them. And I'm going to be going for, not straight sets again, four sets, uh, but for Sverev. Um, I'm going to be going Zverev in three. I think that there's just, I think that there's a mental pick, isn't he, to win the whole thing? Yeah, there is a mental block, I feel, at the moment with Lloyd Harris, maybe in just the bigger matches. And that's, I think this will class as a big match for him. Uh, I'm hoping I'm wrong for him because I want to see him keep progressing because we've followed him all the way from the challengers to where he is now. I just don't. I think Zverev's looking very. You saw what he did against Sinner. It was. It wasn't really even. Even though it was close, it wasn't close. It was a bit of a strange match. It was close until it wasn't. And Sinner sort of wasted his opportunities. And you can't do that against Zverev. If Harris does the same thing and wastes opportunities, I think it's going to be another straight sets victory for Zverev. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Moving over to the other side. Indeed. Yes. This is the well. There's a few more socks on this one. You to say yeah. the least. I think the Djokovic Berrettini one is pretty standard. Uh, Zverev reaching there was standard. Lloyd Harris, of course, no one expected that, but that's brilliant for him. On this other side, though, there's only Medvedev. Yeah, I don't think anyone would have predicted the other lot there. No, uh, maybe Felix potentially. I think I actually had Felix in this stage. But yeah, you're doing well. You are. There wouldn't have been many people who had any of these players on the other side. Um, Medvedev is the fixture. It's them three who were the big favourites before. It's good that they've all made it this far. Tsitsipas is the only one really missing from that top right-hand box. And if we start Mm. from the top-hand right box, we've got Alcaraz and Felix. Um, Alcaraz, we was talking about it. We were saying how it could be a big breakout tournament for him. And it's happened exactly like that. Um, And he's just looking amazing. Well, he is. And 
it's quite interesting as well to see his progression through this tournament has sort of been similar to Felix as well. I mean, he did a straight sets against Nori. Uh, Felix has had a straight sets against Sabata Morales. He's gone to four with Rinderneck. Uh, Felix went to four with Don Skoy. He went to five with Batista Agut, Felix. Sitter pass, five for Alcaraz. And then in the last round, he went to five with... Uh, Jovchik by the, the last set you can't really count I think that was more of a four setter to be honest yeah. and then uh and Felix four sets against TFO so I think they've had similar amounts of time on court and they're close in age he's a little bit younger than him couple of years I just feel like Alcaraz he's had the more grueling of matches mm, yeah um, getting through Sissipas like he did that's like five matches in one it felt like that was so difficult for him to overcome emotionally physically now he's done it. Uh, I don't know if you saw Dominic Team. He's been doing some work for, I believe, the Tennis Channel, and he's been commentating on some of the matches. Oh, nice. Um, sort of, I don't think during the match, sorry, more sort of an, his analysis after it and before. Yeah. And he's been doing like, his predictions for all of the matches. It's quite interesting to see his thoughts on some of these players. And what he's saying about Alcaraz is just amazing. He, he really thinks that he's going to be the next best thing and, he didn't want to be disrespectful to Felix, but he was kind of saying that this is a great draw for him to be having Felix in a quarterfinal of a Grand Slam. No disrespect to Felix, but it could have been a lot worse. And yeah. you'd have to say it's a winnable match for him. It's not something which is completely out of reach. If he's just beaten nope. the likes of Sitsipas, even Cam Norrie, I'll throw him in the hat. You could argue that them two are a lot tougher than, than Felix. Yeah, well, possibly. I mean, Felix has got the, sometimes a mental block and he shows a little bit of mental fragility on the court, which you cannot afford to show. I think he was good in Wimbledon, though. Beat Zverev. I mean, that was a good yeah. sign from uh, Felix. That was sort of, ho I'm hoping, turning the corner yeah. on his Grand Slam yeah. stage now. It, and he's only 21. So you, you've got to remember, he's still very young. He's been to a lot of finals as well. He's made it uh, deep in tournaments. We just haven't seen him win anything. And that's the one thing. He could still go deep in this tournament. Is he going to win anything? That's the question. I, I'm not, I'm, I think that that could be a five-setter, though, to be honest. Again, I don't want to put them all through it again. But I think it's got about four hours written all over it, that match. And I think that we could see some tie breaks. I think Felix could take some tie breaks in that match. Uh, he's got, a, for me, the better serve, for sure, out of yeah. the two of them. But Alcaraz, probably the better all-round game. Definitely the better backhand. But Felix, it's just whether he can get it onto his forehand and hit winners. And if he shows signs of nerves... You watch, Alcaraz is going to get the crowd rocking. He, As soon as he starts uh, hitting some winners, they're going to be on his side and he's going to make sure of it. That's the exciting thing about Alcaraz. He's not shy. and I like that about him. Yeah, and I think based off what you're saying, it's a really tricky one to predict. Sort of my head saying Felix wins, but my heart is going to be with Alcaraz. I've got to predict him to go through. As mm. much as I think it's going to be tough, I'm going to go Alcaraz in four sets. I'm going to go Alcaraz in five. Okay, so we're both going for Alcaraz. Poor Felix. Yeah, again, getting deep in the tournament and struggling for them final few touches. I think he's been um, on court longer, though. You've got to remember this. Felix, I've just looked through them all. He's had more time on court. He played When he played Donskoy, 
was over four hours on court. So he's been on the court over four hours twice in this court in this tournament so far. The one against TFO as well, that was three and a half hours. So he's had three exceedingly long matches. Whereas Alcaraz, I would say he's had the sit pass one, four hours, and then the last one, three and a half hours, but sort of had the last set off. Uh, yeah. So I'd say that he'd come in maybe a little bit fresher, being the younger kid as well. I'm not sure if that's much of a factor. I think they've both been on court a lot, and Alcaraz did look slightly a bit fatigued during there were spells in that Godjevic one where he looked a bit tired. Um, yeah. But but let's move on to the last one because I know we're short of time. Yeah, Anders Ansler uh, versus Daniel Medvedev. Probably, I'm glad we've left this one last because without being disrespectful to Van der Zandsla, I think he's amazing. I just don't give him no chance against Daniel Medvedev. Um, yeah, I mean... Out of all of them, it seems to be the most one-sided um, and I see it going that way. Van der Zandsla, of course, been so impressive. Um, he, was a, he was a qualifier, wasn't he? And he's just sort of been yep. flying through the draw. The best one, probably the um, Schwartzman Schwartz, result. Yeah. All rude. Casper Rude as well. Yep. Don't forget, he's knocked out the clay a couple. He's, he's knocking out all the clay courts on the hard mm, courts. That's the that's the one thing, and I sort of alluded to it. Even going through, even going through from all the way from the qualifiers, where he's beaten a lot of clay court players, and he's <laughs> well, had Taberna, Rude, <laughs> Bagnus, and Schwartzman. It's clay yeah, court. It's, it's the last few rounds, yeah, Taberna, Rude, Bagnus, Schwartzman. They're all clay quarters. They've all been super tight. He's not been able to do anything in straight sets, not even in the qualifiers. No. Um, he dropped a set to Ben Shelton in the qualifiers. Barrios, another clay core. Kakard, yeah. another one who's great on the clay as well. Yeah. I think Kakard can be a bit more he's yeah, great he's on hard close. courts as well. But Van der Zanslop, he's just showing that his domain is hard courts and he's beating everyone else. I think with the draw, he's been quite fortunate in that regard that he's not matched up against, say, a big heavy-hitting hardcore player. Um, yeah. But now yeah. he's going to meet one. So he's meeting the ultimate one in Daniel Medvedev, who has breezed through the tournament. Let's be honest. Yeah. Has there been any moment where it's been in doubt Medvedev doesn't win the match? We Not spoke close. about on the draw preview when we when it came out. Medvedev's draw looks so comfortable. Yeah, it's um, nice. I would say Djokovic close second with his draw being quite comfortable until this stage. This is where yeah. the match really, the tournament begins for Djokovic and Medvedev, I thought. But Medvedev still is not going to really start because I think he's going <laughs> to beat Van der Zanslup in a matter of, I don't know, it might just be over two hours or something. Yeah, probably. Less. Probably. Three oh. sets and that's it. I can't really say much more on that one. Is he going to shock the world again, Van der You look at all of his matches dropping all those sets and the amount of hours he's played in the last even two weeks, it's ridiculous. How is he still running around the court? It's beyond me. And Medvedev's... Just played 12 sets and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> He's through it it to could the be set. an hour and a half or something like that, if I'm honest. Yeah, potentially. But we could... Is he suddenly going to find his best ever performance of his career, van der Zanschlup? We don't know. Because Medvedev... I don't know. He's He has a wobbly here and there. I don't see it happening. I see Medvedev in straight sets. Yeah, But it, anything can happen. This tournament's been a little bit crazy. Is this going to be the next crazy moment coming up? I don't know. And the craziest thing really is we've agreed on every quarterfinal, not the sets, but we have yeah. uh, for people just listening. Djokovic Zverev from that side and the other side, Alcaraz, which is a bit of a shock, I guess, and Medvedev. 
So we're going to have Alcaraz sort of crammed in. I think it's with the heart more than the head too much we're going Think of it from Alcaraz's perspective. He's going to be in the last four of this tournament, maybe, with Djokovic, Zverev and Medvedev at the US Open. Well, imagine, let's just say, imagine there's a freak upset and van der Zanschlet won in five again or something. He's super tired. He's been on court for another five hours and Alcaraz got it done fairly quickly. It'll be Alcaraz. Van der Zanschlup semi-final. Wouldn't you and Alcaraz fancy? would Alcaraz would be the bookie's favourite <laughs> to be like, in a Grand Slam final. Well, at least he's not. Uh, All he needs then is for Berrettini to beat Djokovic, um, Harris uh, to beat Zverev, then Harris to make the final. Then we could have a Harris-Alcaraz final. Well, and then is... Alcaraz would be the favourite for the US Open. But that's the only way that's ever going to happen. I think it's interesting to look at some of the odds as well because all of the 18-year-olds are all the underdogs finally in their matches. So maybe there's a good treble there. Who knows? Yeah. The Alcaraz, Fernandez, Raducanu treble. Anyway, I think we'll wrap that one up because we're going to be doing the women's one right now. So make sure to join yeah. us in the other podcast. We'll be coming live in about a few minutes' time. Just to summarise, really... Um, I know the title was Djokovic going for the calendar year slam and he's in good company. I know you've got a, a little vi- uh, graphic there. You can see yeah. 79 wins now in the US Open, tied with Agassi. Still got a way to get to Federer, but you'd expect, well, a few more tournaments and he'll be yeah, there. Yeah. Connors, that's a tough one to reach. Um, but really I don't tough. know. I think Djokovic is going to go for all these titles. He's going to go for all these records and it's hard to see that he doesn't do them. Um, and on the subject of can Djokovic um, get the, the the calendar year slam, I guess we'll have to wait and see because the Zverev one is where we both predict him going out. So we'll talk about that if no, we have to not. get it very I soon. I predict him going out. You predict him going to the final. Oh, sorry, you've got him going out there, but <laughs> I've got him going out the final. But we, but we still have the same outcome. I'm more worried now after watching last night's performance because I thought Brooksby was amazing and. I think he just completely shut him down, took his soul, as uh, Andy Roddick said. Perfect. Thanks for listening, guys. If you haven't already, please hit the like button on the video, subscribe if you're new, and we'll see you in a few minutes for the women's. See you in a bit, Brian. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.